tarot, astrology, crystals, Reiki, these, these, some people call them supernatural. I call it nature. I use these tools to help me with my soul's journey. Because the truth of the matter is, as a new person on this journey, Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. So today I have a super interesting episode for you. This is an interview I did with my friend Dusty. And I met Dusty through this group that I'm in when I started to begin to launch my podcast and things like that. And I fell in love with like her voice because when we first met... All of our um, connections were through an, a voice app, and I was in a group where we were talking about all things spirituality, and I'm not going to go into religion and all that. I feel like it's a super personal experience for everybody. It's a very vulnerable experience, but it is something that I have been dabbling in and something that I... You know, it's something that I align with, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. And so I just wanted to like sit down and talk to Dusty and talk about my connection to the number 11. And, you know, I've talked about that being my favorite number. I just think it's a really cool, interesting conversation. And you guys know I promised that my whole goal with this podcast was to just talk about things I feel like a lot of people don't talk about and to just explore and just keep it 100% authentic and open and completely vulnerable. So in this episode today, I interview Dusty Scott. You can find her on social media at Dustine Scott. Um, I will put all her information in the show notes, but we dabble in all things metaphysical. In this interview, we talk about tarot, crystals, oracle cards, Reiki sessions, astrology, numerology, all those fun things. Now, Dusty is a mom, a wife, a marketing maven, just like myself. And this is just a passion of hers that she does on the side. She's real, real into tarot reading she gets really vulnerable about her story in the beginning of this and her battle with depression and kind of how she fought her way out of it. And she gets really deep. I just honor that. I think there's, it's another conversation that we don't talk about enough and we don't share enough. So super proud of her for opening up and explaining what this means for her and why it's important to her journey and how she used her tarot cards to rediscover herself by using them as journal prompts, like just to get back into the groove. And that's really my point with this whole interview and this podcast is when you hear things like tarot cards and spirituality or numerology, you know, some people just like go down this spiral, but it's really what is it for you? How does it translate to you? Like I said, she was using this as journal prompts. So same thing with like meditation. What does that mean for you? You don't have to follow a book. You don't have to follow anybody's rules. Like in here, I joke about, I got some Oracle cards off of Amazon. Like it's just not, it's whatever you want it to be, right? It's as sacred or not as sacred as it speaks to you. So keep that in mind as you listen to the episode. I think it's really fun and it was a really fun episode just kind of like connecting all the dots for us and I hope you guys enjoy it. Talk to you soon.
All right, guys, welcome to the show today. I am super, super excited to be here. And as promised, I have another super exciting interview for you. I told you that we're going to interview everybody about all types of things and especially all the things that no one will talk about. So today I have Dusty with me and she's actually a graduate of the mentoring coaching program that I'm in. And we don't even really know each other except for over a couple of Mm -hmm. Zoom calls, but I'm instantly attracted to her. Um, She has an amazing voice. So as soon as I fell in love with her voice, I was like, you got to be on the podcast. So thank you so much, Mm -hmm. Dusty, for being here today. Thank you so much, Katie. I'm really excited to be here. Awesome. So Dusty's going to talk to us today about all things metaphysical. And I know some of you are probably like, wow, what does that even mean? But think tarot, Mm -hmm. numerology, astrology, like all those really, really fun things that people just don't talk about enough. But before we really dive in, can you give us a little bit of your story and how you got here today? Probably like a lot of women that are attracted to what you're doing, I was searching for something in this life, you know, feeling overwhelmed, having two kids, working a very demanding job in marketing and advertising. Um, And quite honestly, I had had my second daughter. Um, They're both 10 and 8 now, but I had had my second daughter, and and this would have been around mm -mm, 2012. And around 2012, in 2012, I went into an incredibly deep depression. Um, The burnout had overcome my brain, had overcome me. And I started really thinking about um, how I could drive my car into a tree, how I could drive my car into the side of the road and just end it. And I went to psychologists. I was like, this is not good. I mean, I got two babies to live for. I've got things to live for. Why is my brain just tormenting like me like this? And, and I ended up going to three different psychologists. They all um, diagnosed me as clinically depressed. They all wanted to get me on medication straight away. I went to three different ones because I was like, oh, surely this can't be right. I'm, I'm, I'm not depressed. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, so by the third one, I knew that something had to give. I started, um, I just, so I decided, and and this was my choice. I'm not, please don't, I'm not judging anybody. Do what you need to do to get yourself better. What worked for me, I took a different path. I didn't do the medication and I'm not opposed to it, but I didn't do it. Um, What I did do is I started working out a lot and watching YouTube videos of Tony Robbins. Nice. One breadcrumb led to another, led to another. The next thing I know, I'm I'm reading The Power of Now by Ecole e- Tolley. Um, I'm I'm listening to Oprah's um, Super Soul podcast, yes. and then I found our mentor, and then I found our mentor, <laughs> and I started listening to her podcast, and and our mentor Katie, she literally saved my life, birthed my soul, and that all took place. Um, got me into 2017. And by 2017, I went on one of the, you know, the mastery um, retreats. And as I was gearing up for the retreat, I was actually having a hard time journaling. Mm -hmm. So one of the journal prompts was, and and I'll get to the point of this, but I think this is really cool how this all kind of comes together. No, I love this. I was, I was remembering, you know, I don't know if you ever got to a point in, in this rediscovering of yourself 
But at, at one point, somebody asked me, well, what did you like to do when you were a young teenager? What did you like to do when you were a little girl? I'm like, I love to play. I love to have fun. And I kept on pulling back the layers. And it came to the tarot cards. And the tarot cards to me were really interesting because my mom, she told me when I was 13 years old, I'm seeing this even as I'm going to share it to you, in my bedroom. And she grabbed my cards and she goes, you know, these are against our religion. You know, this is honoring another God. We were Catholic. We went once a week. It was no big deal. Like, and she was all like that with me. And I was like, whoa, okay. So these are the devil cards, huh? And then of course, (laughs) at 13, you're all rebellious, you know, like, ah. But the power of the influence of church and my mom, I put them away. So in this rediscovery, I pulled my tarot cards back out. And just for helping me get into a journaling rhythm, I instinctively just started pulling one card a day and using that as my journal prompt. That's all I did. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know any, like I just, I found my cards and I was like, well, I'm going to revisit these. Then I took my cards to the retreat because I wanted to keep using them in journal prompts. And the other women around the retreat were like, oh my God, you're magic. They, they saw me. They saw me. And from that moment, I dove in. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to quit denying this. I'm not weird. This is cool as hell. I'm just going to dive in and do it. And so from there, I have utilized tarot, astrology, crystals, Reiki, these, these, some people call them supernatural. I call it nature. Mm. I use these tools to help me with my soul's journey. Because the truth of the matter is, as a new person on this journey, I find it, and I'm sure it's, it's hard at any step of the way, but I really find it hard on, on, on feeling crazy or, or is my mind telling me the truth or is my soul telling me the truth or how can I do this? And I have found that between the tarot and astrology, I can better ground myself with what my mind is shouting and ego is telling me to what my heart and my soul really want. So that's what I really hope that if nobody takes anything else away from our conversation today, don't be scared to use these things to help guide you through this journey. God universe has put them here uh, as a tool to use. I believe it's our society that has twisted it up and made it feel like a naughty or dirty or fake or not real thing. When in actuality, this stuff, this stuff is true. And that's what brings the numerology. So today we wanted to talk really specifically about numerology. And what I think is really fascinating is numerology, I believe numbers are the language of the universe. It's like Morse code. It's all numbers. And then to peel back the layer again is Katie, you and I have been talking in, in our, in our energies group. I believe in a golden thread. There is a similar with all of this. And when you were, you, you started asking a bunch of questions in our group about numerology, it opened my world because I hadn't been really focused on it. I'd been focused on those other things, but it was like, Oh my God, numerology is a thousand percent integrated into astrology, tarot, crystals, all of that. So I just, I just think it's so fascinating and I get so lit up about it. 
No, I love it. I can feel your passion through the microphone. It's beautiful. Um, I wanted to touch onto the numerology thing for a second. Um, speaking of that, so, you know, like I was just saying, we didn't really know each other except through this energies group. And it was just basically exploring just like all those different things that you were mentioning, like crystals and Reiki and just these other alternatives. And first, before we go there, I want to say thank you so much for being super vulnerable with your story. I think it's, I think that's very powerful because so many people have hit points very similar to that. And you feel so much shame because you're like, why do I feel this? I shouldn't be feeling this. I have all these amazing things, but there's so much power in that. So I want to say thank you for that. But the numerology thing has always stood out to me because I was always attracted to the number 11. And just to be really weird and corny, we are recording this on March 11th. I'm not sure when Mm -hmm. we'll air it. (laughs) Maybe we'll have to wait till April 11th. But my birthday birthday is 11th and Kay's 11th letter of the alphabet. I launched my podcast on the 11th and -hmm. things were just kind of syncing up that weren't really planned. Like the day that I announced that I was going, like the day that I claimed it, that I was going to start a podcast and said it out loud to keep people in my life was the 11th. And that truly... Mm. wasn't planned I had a deadline that someone else had given me they were like by Wednesday you have to tell everybody and I was like okay okay I'll do it and it just happened to be the 11th and then I met I know (laughs) and then I met my podcast coach through our mentor program on the 11th and I was like okay this is crazy and then in mm. talking to my husband, he was like, you've got to launch on 11-11. He's like, I can't think of a better day to do that. And I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so oh. that's where like we were kind of talking and I was asking all these questions. And I know this sounds, but I think everyone could at least relate to this if you have never even dabbled in metaphysical and numerology. Everybody knows the, you know, the little thing about make a wish when it's 11-11. I mean, even my kids mm-hmm. say that. I feel like that's just something yep. that like every generation brings up. And when I was trying to launch the podcast and I was so much imposter syndrome would come up and like all these weird things, mm. I swear the number 11 was like everywhere, everywhere. Even my husband was like, Katie, I can't get away from it. It's so meant to be. Mm, I have chills as you're describing all of this. I wish I could take a picture of my arm right now. Like my <laughs> hair is like standing up because yes, 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 exactly. Yes to all of this. And it was like God universe's way of showing you, keep the faith, girl, keep the faith. Yes. I'm here. I got your back. Yeah. So I th- just think that the you seeing the number 11 over and over again was God universe way of being like, you got this, you're doing the right thing. Because just like you just said, even my kids know that you need to make a wish on 1111. But I also learned another nugget. And Heather um, actually shared this with me is when you look at 1111, it means you're in perfect alignment and it's exactly where you need to be in your space and time right now. And I love that. I love love knowing that when I look at 1111, God universe is like, yes. And you know what we should do with that little bit of nugget of information? Pause, take a breath in your current environment, get yourself right in the present moment and look around. I know it sounds weird, but look around. Are there some tools around that you haven't been giving credit for that you need help on the spiritual journey? Do you see what I'm saying? Like that Mm -hmm. 11, 11 moment is God saying, you've got everything you need right here. You're exactly where you need to be. 
Um, now I have the chills because if you think about it, <gasps> 11 looks like a pause symbol. Oh my God. I never thought of that. Me neither oh until you just said it. And I just envisioned like your remote for your TV. Like the symbol for pause yeah. is the two ones basically. Oh my God. I love that. That's amazing. Yes. So there's so much history in and around each one of these um, different modalities that we've been talking about, you know, just quickly, not in a nerdy way, but the history of numerology literally came from ancient philosophies back in Egypt. Um, and, and again, okay, you all can think I'm super weird and I'm going to be really <laughs> vulnerable and weird, but I, I'm, I'm of the thing that I'm like, I, I think that there were some people that came down for Egypt and in, in India. Anyway, but we, that's another conversation for today. <laughs> I love um, it. But the Egyptians, <laughs> the Egyptians were the ones that really are um, noted for bringing along the numerology. Um, there's other evidence that in Rome, China, Greece, and Japan, it was going on. Um, but essentially, numerology is pretty pretty complicated. Um, that is one thing that I've, I've come to learn, but I'm going to, let's talk about an easy way to get this incorporated into one's life. And then let's dive in to the number 11. Yeah. So the first thing we want to do very similar to your astrology horoscope, it is based on when you're born. So everybody get your pen and pencil out. We got to do a little bit of math. <laughs> what you need to do is we're going to take your birthday and your birth year, and we're going to um, net it down. So for instance, my birthday is April 2nd, 1976. So I take the four plus the two plus the one plus the nine plus the seven plus the six. Mm-hmm. All that added up equals 29. Okay. Now- 29 is still a two-digit number. If you have a two-digit number, you need to you need to sum it down more. So now I take the two plus the nine, and that gives me 11. 11. I love it. Now, of course, instantly it gets complicated. 11, 11 breaks down to two. Mm-hmm. But 11, 11... 22 and 33, we don't net down. Okay. So you don't add one plus one. You, well, you do, but you, it's like, it's like a meta. <laughs> it's like you do. It's like, it's like 0.5. Like you kind of do it. Oh God, I'm going to make it confusing for us already. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? No, I've heard that before. Are they like masters yeah. or? Yes, okay. exactly. Katie. So 11, 22 and 33 are master numbers. Okay. Today we'll just focus on what makes 1111 so special as far as a master number. But for for all of your listeners, now you all know how to get your own life path number. So go to the Google, type in your number, maybe your number's 4, maybe your number's 8, you know, and you can see very similar to your astrology what your life path number means for you. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. So I think um, what's ironic, and perhaps Katie, this is why you're so um, drawn to me, is I actually am an 11 life path number, (laughs) (laughs) which I think is pretty amazing. No, I love that. So 
the positive characteristics, um, and I'm reading off of numerology.com just okay. to give full credit. Um, because I, Katie, I really appreciate you kind of pushing me to learn more about numerology because I've just been so into my astrology and tarot, but it's very similar. The master number 11 is the most intuitive of all the numbers. It's nice. instinctual, charismatic, dynamic, and capable when its sights are set on a concrete goal. Like we can manifest anything we put our heart's desires to. The number 11 is associated with faith and and astrology, which is really (laughs) amazing to me, (laughs) to psychics. It's, it's related to faith and psychics. So I, um, I'm just having my own personal moment of like, yes, I'm breathing in my weirdness. And it took a group of other women to, to witness and see me to be like, no, you're, you're magic. You need to go for it and have that support. And so I think it goes back to having a tribe of women to support you is so critical. Yes. Um, now some of our negative characteristics, um, you know, cause we might, the pendulum swings the other way too. We can be anxious. We can be shy. We can be stressed. We can be conflicted and scattered. Um, when our focus is not applied toward a goal, 11 can be extremely self-sabotaging. Um, and I, I do, I do appreciate the moment to share my own story, but if you think about it, I was self-sabotaging myself Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's perfect in alignment with the number 11. That's, I had to get emotional control. Um, As a master number, the positive characteristics will turn into obstacles when not understood or used properly. And like I said, that is exactly what happened to me. Um, Some, I just want to tie in two other things with the number 11. In astrology, the number 11 is associated with the astrological sign of Aquarius. Yeah, Aquarius. I'm an Aquarian rising sign. Like it's bananas. And it's so crazy. an Aquarian, I know it, but it's not, but it's so yes. not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which if you think about what I just read, an Aquarian is altruistic, friendly, intuitive, intellectual, logical, perceptive, rebellious, unique, unpredictable, visionary. And we are best um, professions are astrologer, psychic, computer pilot, <laughs> like really? Um, and, and being leaders, being leaders. I can see that. And that's, and I think that while I can't speak exactly on why 22 and 33 are master numbers yet, what I can tell you is the master number 11, what makes it a master is that God universe requires of the 11 to be a leader. Mm. It doesn't make us better than anybody else. It makes us the, the voice of being a leader with the, the psychic ability that is nature, that is the fifth element, that is the energy we all feel. Yeah, I love that. So I think, I think it's really interesting. And then finally, to relate it to the tarot, this also goes in complete alignment is the number 11 is basically the magician card and the high priestess card. 
Ooh, I was going to ask you, how does it tie back to tarot? Yeah. Oh, God, I want to curse so bad. F, so <laughs> Oh, you crazy can, good. Oh, my God. You can cuss on my podcast. I'm pretty oh my sure God. my listeners this, are comfortable with that. <laughs> oh, man. This stuff is so effing good. I can't even get over it. So when you think about all of this psychic ability, all of the um, occult stuff that we're talking about, then you bring in the magician card and the high priestess with tarot. The magician card is essentially that human, that um, energy that takes what we know from God universe into earth that we're living in now, and we can create the metaphysical. And the high priestess is the leader in the message. Wow. So it's like, I know, I love it. I get off on this stuff so hard. Like, I love it. And, and so it's, it's just as imperfect. Again, we should have a drinking game every time you say alignment like this, <laughs> you have to, or the number 11. Um, yeah. Or the number 11, but with the magician and the high priestess, again, you guys Google that to, so you can see more in depth what the meaning of those cards are, but you'll see that it's in perfect alignment with all of this 11 energy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I've got one more because, cause it's fun. Okay, so there's 12, there's 12 houses in astrology, mm-hmm. your area of life experience. And the 11th house is of course where Aquarius sits and what that house represents are your um, interests and ideas in activities, groups, social life, expression, and to achieve your goals. Mm. Um, and, and so again, all of this energy behind the 11 is guiding us to be leaders, to make a difference. That's amazing. It's really interesting. And I've talked about this before in the podcast It's prior to become coming part of this coaching group, which is really just a group of women who want to take big actions and we support each other with, you know, shifting our mindsets to accomplish these amazing goals that we have. Before that, I would have told you that I did not like being parts of big groups. And now I find it, it's all that I crave and I have never enjoyed anything more than really like supporting you and your journey and just all the other women mm-hmm. that come in contact. And I've just never felt that. So I think that's so interesting that that's what the 11th house is all about. Mm, isn't it amazing? It I really love is. that, that you recognize that. Yeah. It really is. So, so wh- tell me, yeah, you had told me too, like there were a lot of the eleven, eleven. your husband's 11. Yeah. What else are you seeing on that? I don't know. Like it's just all these crazy stories, but really for me, where it really, really pops up for me is when I feel totally in alignment, like when I'm rocking it out or, you know, I feel like, okay, I can really do all the things, you know, I can have my career. I can have a podcast. I can be a mom. I can be a Mm. wife. I can be this person, but also it's, I always see it in these highs and lows moments, but where I feel like it's shouting at me for lack of a better word is in the moments where I'm constantly doubting myself, Mm -hmm. which is what I talk about the most on the podcast is just my self-awareness journey on the self-doubt, self-sabotage. And it's like, don't stop what you're doing. Don't stop what you're doing. But I remember when I first started, my husband was like, 
in line to get lunch at his uh, company and he was like, the cashier rung him up and she was like, oh, that's 11 11. And he was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> Just like little things like that to where it gets to the point where you're like, okay, it's so obvious. Um, you know, everyone has their yeah. different beliefs and different things. So like, you know, whatever keeps you going towards that goal to be the highest version of yourself. Um, but even just as a really young kid, like I can't remember the day that I realized that K was a, the 11th letter of the alphabet. Mm. But as soon as I triangulated that with my birthday being the 11th and just how drawn I always was to the number. And I don't really know why, because I've never really had access or you know, really been around anything on like tarot or numerology, astrology. It's always something that I've like enjoyed because it mm-hmm. was fun for me. Right. And like, I listen to a lot of podcasts now because I commute. So some of mm-hmm. my favorite podcasts are the ones where we, you know, just dig in and like you were saying earlier, like get really weird about stuff because it's just mm-hmm. really, really been interesting to me. So I've always kind of been mm-hmm. drawn to it because I really like things that you know, aren't like that. And I don't want to say it's unknown, but isn't mainstream. So that might be completely part of that. agree. Yeah. And that might be part of like the leadership quality, right? Like when you assume a leadership role, whether it's the, your, whether you're a mother, whether it's at work, I mean, we all play a leadership role on some parts and some of us play it more than others. You kind of already put in this position of a quote unquote unknown because no one's telling you what to do. You are the leader. So I think I've always been attracted to it in that kind of way, if that makes sense. It totally makes sense. Absolutely. And I think it goes back to, you know, what we were talking about earlier is that unknowing, you didn't know, but you have this faith. And you just you have an inner knowing yes. that society was telling you, you're weird. What are you talking about? Oh, this is what it is. And you're like, yeah. no, no, I know. And then it resonated with you. And then like for me, similar, that's why I completely validate what you're saying. It was like, once I allowed myself to just be weird and be okay with it, everything was like, obvious and there. And Mm -hmm. I I don't know, like it like took a cloak off of me and I just didn't care anymore. And it's like, this is weird and I don't care. I love it. And it's a knowing. I love it. I was just going to say, what's really funny is because my husband, God love him and God love our husbands for being so supportive of our quote weirdness. He loves (laughs) it. And we'll be talking and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is happening because of the Virgo full moon. Like, this is why everyone's so sensitive and feeling da, 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 da. And he now will ask me, is anything going on in the stars that I need to know about? The energy is weird at work today. And I'm like, oh my God, this is happening. I've convinced my husband to be weird with me. (laughs) You've won. (laughs) That's great. But to peel it back a little bit, like I'm sure that some of the people listening to this episode, either this is the beginning of an introduction to maybe some of these new things. I do feel like a lot of this is coming up in lifestyle in general with this, you know, trend towards wellness. To me, a lot of this is just an extension of meditation and self-awareness and it makes you feel good. And and my philosophy is if it makes you feel good and it makes you your highest self and you're bringing positive energy wherever you go, then I 100% will support you in all your weirdness if it makes you a better person because you're making other people better people. But if this is new for people, 
and they wanted to get into say tarot because I feel like that's where your real passion lies. Like you were saying, you had them as a kid. Mm. What's your like advice mm-hmm. for how do does someone should someone just go Ooh. get a deck or do they start with like say oracle mm-hmm. cards, which is something we haven't even touched on yet? Mm. Mm-hmm. Like great, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. Let me just start by telling you, you will feel like you're putting your mouth on a fire hose, no matter what you decide you want to dive into and know that that's okay. And know that it's just one foot in front of the other. You're going to just keep on learning more and more. I, um, tarot cards, this is just my opinion. Tarot cards are essentially the same as angel cards, oracle cards, because, and I say they're essentially the same because they are built off of the same mm, root structure as far as the descriptive nature of what each card represents. Mm-hmm. The difference between an oracle card, an angel card, or a tarot card is you're just using different imagery and different words. Okay. Um, okay. So all that being said, yeah, go find yourself. If they still exist in your community, go to a bookstore. Go to, they now these do exist. You can find a metaphysical store, walk yeah. in and, and just look and something will call to you. Grab that deck and just start playing with it. You don't have, the Google will help you with anything you want to know, but just <laughs> to touch them, feel them, look at the pictures, um, read the book and know you're, know you're weird, but you're with a good crowd. <laughs> yeah. When you say um, the Google, you know? <laughs> it sounds very metaphysical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go to the Google later and the Google later <laughs> will tell you anything you need to know. Um, but I think to, to also, I, I agree with you. There has been a resurgence or a renaissance um, with this personal development, mindfulness, and it has brought forth um, more of the astrology, the, um, tarot, tarot is really popular again, all of a sudden it's incredible to watch and see. Um, but I think that for a long time, and again, this could be for a whole nother podcast conversation, but I think for a long time, society pushed that down as witchy or weird. Right. And even as I say this, we could go down a whole nother rabbit hole conversation. And because of that weirdness, you know, I grew up, you know, my childhood was mostly in the 80s and 90s. And, and this was weird. And this was when everything was plastic and Barbie girls and neon and money, money, money. Yeah. And, and I think that as a collective, well, I know as a collective, there has been a major shift. Oh yeah. my gosh. And this major shift happened with Mayan calendar ended in 2012. Mm-hmm. We can go into a whole nother convo on that. Um, and I actually invite your listeners to think about that. Where were they in 2012, 2011 through 2013? Where were they? What was going on in their life? My research has shown that most women I come across with, that's when stuff changed for them. They had their awakening. They had an awakening. Um, So where I'm getting at is I think society has made it really awkward for people like us to dive in, but it's shifting. And now it's, it's back in fashion. Yeah, and I that's hope a good way sticks. to put it. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, Again, like it'll, said, it'll make the collective better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. So if it makes you feel good and it keeps you in a positive mindset, then hopefully things like that will begin to stick. And to keep it really simple, I mean, 
just to be completely honest, I got some Oracle cards off of Amazon. <laughs> so you don't yeah. even, you don't even have to oh, find per- a crystal right. store. Yeah. I got oh them. Oh my God, you're right. Duh. Yes. Like Rebecca Campbell's Oracle cards. And yes. like, if nothing else, they're beautiful. I mean, they're just beautiful. Aren't they gorgeous? You know mm-hmm. what? You're right, Katie. I actually got my last deck, um, the mother piece tarot, um, off of Amazon. And there's, yeah. there's people that have said, you know, oh, you have to be gifted your card. Da, da, da. That's such baloney. It's not true. Yeah. So you can just get whatever calls to you. Yeah, exactly. So that's my whole thing with it is like, keep it simple. And if it resonates with me, it resonates with me. And the beauty of like the Oracle cards or maybe even the tarot, I don't have as much experience with them as when I do read these messages, I interpret them to what makes me feel good and how it applies to my life and just try to keep it as simple as possible. That's great advice. That's great advice. That's exactly what one should do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's just fun. And it's, I think it's fun things to talk about. And I agree with what you were saying about, you know, there's so much conversation around, I would say that this is like a vulnerable topic, like your religion or your faith or your spirituality or whatever is very personal. And I promised myself when I started the podcast that I would just share and be vulnerable because I feel like that was one of my gifts is to be able to sit in that space. And while it is uncomfortable, mm-hmm. I think being a natural leader, sometimes that's a gift is that you can do that in a space where other people can't. And I promise I would talk about all these like things that like people just don't talk about. So I really enjoy. They don't. They Mm-mm. don't. And to be honest, I mean, I remember being a kid back in the 80s and we'd have like seances at slumber parties or they weren't real seances, oh, yeah, of totally. course. <laughs> we thought we were having a seance. No. <laughs> So like every the Ouija board. Yes, the Ouija board. So everybody's into it on (laughs) some level, right? So it's not completely crazy. But um, I think it's well, and I think that there's something to learn from when you were a kid. And I think it's interesting that a lot of practitioners remind us, what did you like when you were a kid? Yes. And and that was and they love the spiritual stuff because I really believe kids are in intuitive. We all are intuitive. Yeah. It's just society that blocks, that blocks the spirituality. And, and what's coming up for me is I'm wondering, because our society tells us not to talk about, you know, politics and religion, well, maybe we should, you know, with, with uh, politics and religion that, you know, it's said not to talk about those things. And I'm saying maybe we should talk about spirituality more. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's more free flowing and you can interpret it. And like you said, there's so many different avenues to go down. Um, like crystals, I think are, you know, really big right now. And that wellness space kind of even in yoga to me is very spiritual and meditating is very spiritual because meditating is not the same for anybody, you know, and it's totally. not even, it's not even the same for us on and being the same person. Like some days I can really get into it. And some days meditating for me is sitting by myself for just two minutes breathing. And that's it. Totally agree with you. And there's there's no wrong or right answer. So, uh, you know, maybe it doesn't create as much friction because it's really, really what resonates with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. So if everyone's sitting there thinking like, oh my God, I love Dusty. I love how deep and weird she gets because we all know the deeper (laughs) you go, the weirder it gets. Where Mm -hmm. can they find you and what are you doing these days? Can people reach out to you to get their 
uh, tarot cards read? Like what are you? Yeah, I would love that. You know, I would love that. And in full transparency, you know, I'm a working woman, like 99% of your folks probably listening to your podcast are too. And so this isn't, this is a new thing that I am offering. Um, so you can find me on Instagram. Um, of course I have a weird name. Um, it's Dustine, D-U-S-S-T-E-E-N. So two S's, two E's. Um, and if you DM me, then we'll set up a, a tarot reading. And I have done them over Zoom. We don't need to be in person. The energy still travels. Um, and I would love to offer that service to your listeners. Um, at this time, I don't charge. It is an energetic um, donation as one would feel called to donate. Oh, that's um, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do it because I love it. I mean, it's just, I love it. I really feel like it's my gift to connect to God universe. I've always said, even when I was a teenager, I used its word and I, it's so funny to me. I would call myself a conduit. I I'm love a conduit it. for, for the message. Um, and so I just want to keep on honing that practice. So let me do it with you. Um, let me do it with your listeners. I would love it. Okay. That's awesome. I love that. Thank you so much for coming on today and being so open and sharing your gifts with us. I think it was amazing. Thank you so much, Katie, for the opportunity. It was a real treat to be here and I am still lit up still. I wish we were talking for another two hours. I could talk about this all day. (laughs) I know. I love it. Thanks, Dusty. Thank you. 